Welcome to Center Ice. This is a very exciting episode we got ahead for you. We know it's been a little bit since we've been able to get an episode out for you, but let's be honest, up until recently, there hasn't been a lot of content to discuss, but Mac and I, over the, uh, I guess you could say the lull in hockey, we've discovered the joy of jersey collecting and looking at NHL jerseys, and the hockey jersey is so unique and so special to the sport. It Really, hockey jerseys are better than any other jersey you can get out there. And we'll get into those in just one second. But first, of course, Mac and I got to talk about the NHL's attempt to resume play. And, you know, I don't know if this is going to be the most popular opinion, but I think it's one that both you and I seem to be in agreement on here, Mac. Oh, for mm. sure. I mean... I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what all these sports leagues are trying to do. I mean, you need to put this aside and say, listen, the season's over. We will resume at a later point with a new season and just forget about the playoffs, forget about everything else. I know you're losing money. I get it. But the fact that you're trying to still go on with this charade is kind of ridiculous. And as soon as they... We're talking about hub cities and reopening. A number of players tested positive for COVID-19. And that's only going to continue. It is almost impossible to have a safe um, return to play plan. In my opinion, it is pretty much impossible. So I yeah, think I mean, hopefully really? in the end, common sense will prevail because, mm-hmm. yeah, everyone misses hockey. Everyone misses every sport that's normally on television. But... It, this is this is a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. Well, I will tell you this much, Mac. The the only way you you proceed with this, because as you said, it's almost impossible to maintain a bubble. It, this disease spreads like wildfire, and if you're if you're getting all your players to play, you're basically accepting the risk that these guys are going to get coronavirus, and they're probably going to spread it to their teammates. And from the start, I've told you that. This is my view, and I think it's a very sane view, where if it's not safe to have the media and the fans in the building at the same time as the players, it's probably not safe to be playing NHL hockey. Now, that doesn't mean I don't think minor league hockey can go ahead with some restrictions this fall. That's a completely different thing. But major league hockey, where you need to have media and coaches and training staff, and you need to travel, and it's high performance compared to something like Little League Baseball or Little League Hockey, minor hockey, is completely different. Oh, absolutely. Um, And, you know, obviously a lot of people are missing just kind of the active part of your lifestyle right now. Um, For me, at least, I've been able to kind of fill the void with with a very active job. I've been working full time. Uh, I've got a routine going and, uh, you know, it's, it's all right. It's I work with good people, and it's a little tiring, and I've had some uh, days where um, I've been really stressed out, but lately it's been better, and uh, I do miss hockey, and I I wish it was on, and I wish there was a plan that made sense, but there really isn't to this point, and I just think eventually, I do think Gary Bettman will, will let common sense prevail, and he'll say, listen, this the season isn't happening. 
and we're going to figure out when it's safe to start next season and maybe you can do something fun i've heard people mention we could start in january with like a winter classic that would be kind and of cool why well, obviously as a lower level employee for an nhl team i i get some ideas of what's going on and that's kind of what we've been we haven't been told directly but you know kind of indirectly that you know, late 2020, early 2021, that allows the time for a vaccine to potentially be developed and get us more under control. And in terms of minor hockey, I know lots of us have friends and family that are involved with minor hockey. And from what we've been told, Mac, it sounds like hockey will more than likely go ahead this fall with some restrictions. For example, you aren't going to be leaving your city for out-of-city tournaments, and you'll be playing kids within your city and Everyone's going to get a temperature check and things like that before they hit the ice. So common sense things. And I'd say on a minor hockey level in a city, it's much easier to control that versus having 16 to 24 teams across North America with training staff, coaching staff, media. You know, that's a much bigger gathering than your average little hockey game. So I, I think minor hockey is going ahead because they can use common sense and it's much easier to control. But the NHL, I think they just need to scrub it. It's not like the first time we've seen the Stanley Cup be scrubbed for a pandemic. Remember in 1919, the Stanley Cup was scrubbed because one of the Montreal Canadiens players died of the Spanish flu. So it's not unprecedented. And I think Gary Bedman would be showing some real leadership among the major sports here. But I, just to wrap up this thought here before we get into the meat of this episode, Mac, I, I want to tell you, if you're missing your professional sports like a lot of us are, I found the greatest thing on YouTube, courtesy of John Oliver. It's Yells Marble Runs on YouTube, and they have these whole marble competitions, and honestly, it's very entertaining, very good production quality, and honestly feels like a professional sport, and I know lots of you guys out there are missing professional sports too. I highly recommend heading over there and just giving them a quick watch on YouTube. And I think you'll get addicted rather quickly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, as we mentioned, we are going to talk about jerseys and not only our tips on finding jerseys for good deals, but also kind of the do's, do nots. And as well as we're going to talk about pretty much every team with a few exceptions and which are the best jerseys they've had and the worst they've had. And I think we'll have some differing opinions, but um, we've always been fans of good jerseys. And I think more recently, like I mentioned, we've started to kind of build up a little collection. Um, And when you first dive into it, I'll admit you have no idea what you're doing and you're just trying to figure it out. Um, but that's like anything else in life. So let's get into it. Um, there are some teams that are kind of exempt because we do kind of like all their uniforms. Um, so let's start at the top with the Anaheim Ducks. Yeah, Anaheim. Uh, really, you know, I'd say a pretty good jersey history for the most part. I think there's only one really unanimous one here, Mac, and I think it's got to be the Wild Wing a.k.a. the Super Duck. They wore it, I believe, in their second season, and they only wore it for one season, but boy, oh boy, that was quite something. And (laughs) 
it's so bad. And really, after that, I don't think either one of us can really complain about Anaheim's jersey history. They've had a couple, I think, that are a little iffy, but their current home, away, and road set is quite quite modern. It's quite sleek, and it's I like how they've started incorporating the original Mighty Ducks logo back into some of their jerseys. I know that they've had some struggles with getting the rights because that's obviously owned by Disney. But when they've been able to get that logo on a jersey again, it just looks so nice. Not to take away from their current duck logo uh, either. Yeah, I'm actually going to slightly disagree with you there in that... In my opinion, yeah, the Wild Wing jersey is is super strange and and just uh, weird overall. Um, the 2006 to 2010 home, when they were going with kind of a a black and kind of bronze uh, um, look with the ducks across the front, never liked those myself. I I actually like where they're going currently. Um, they're pretty sharp. Like you said, I like how they've incorporated the old logo in some alternates. And their jerseys are pretty sharp right now. But in my opinion, from 2006 to 2010, those jerseys were kind of just very dull and uninteresting. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I I thought the uh, ones I wore from 06 to 2013, 2014... They weren't great, but they weren't horrible either. And I think the current set they've got is really good, particularly the uh, current alternate. That one's really, really sharp. Mm-hmm. And I hope they get to wear that one more. Let's move on down the list here, Mac, to the Phoenix slash Arizona Coyotes. And for me, there's one really bad jersey, and it's when they came into the league. Of course, they... They had the Kachina jersey, which, you know, everyone's kind of grown to love, but they had that green cactus alternate one. I was never a fan of that Kachina jersey. Just <laughs> too many colors, in my opinion. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm going to leave that one alone because it's it's kind of so wacky that it's good, if that makes any sense. It's just kind of... Yeah, I, I get um, it. I'll go, with, I'll go with the Leaping Coyote as the worst one, and, and I think uh, you and I agree on the best one. Mm. I mean, I don't mind... Honestly, I don't mind the Leaping Coyote. I got what they were trying to go for there. Didn't quite hit the mark, but to, to me, it's not the... It's not By far, it's not the worst jersey we're going to cover in this list. No, no, absolutely not. So I, I think the best by far, and I think it's almost a unanimous across all NHL fan bases at this point, would probably be the modern take on the Kachina. It, they've done such a good job reviving it. And the Coyotes were saying if the playoffs were to go ahead, they were going to wear that jersey for all their home playoff games because it's so good. And I think a lot of Coyotes fans and fans in general would like to see them make the Rogue Kachina thing again and go with that as a home and away. Yeah, maybe we'll see that. I mean, the one thing you guys will notice is that Matt and I tend to lean a lot towards classic logos, not just because we like them a lot, but the history in them, they're neat. We just like them a whole lot more. Some of the modern takes on logos are pretty good, 
but you'll when you listen to kind of our lists here you'll notice we like a lot of classic looks so i mean you move on to boston and there's really only one matt there's only one that's bad and it's real bad yeah if we didn't say the uh, Pooh Bear jersey, the bright yellow jersey with the bear face, was the worst Boston jersey. I don't think we'd we'd have a right to make an episode on jerseys. It's just so bad. And the, the thing is, it was so out of left field because, you know, Boston's been pretty consistent with their jerseys, and they've really hit on all their jerseys except that one. It's so bad. Mm-hmm. And... I'd say after that, it's really hard to pick out a best Boston jersey because really they don't change them very much. And I think if I had to pick one, it would be the current home one because it's a classic. When you think Boston Bruins, that's the jersey you think of. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's move on to our our another whipping boy of the podcast, the Buffalo Sabres. Oh, poor Buffalo. Of, of course you and I could bring up all the things that have happened in Buffalo over the last week or so. But I think we'll save that for another episode because we've whipped the Sabres enough here and we're going to whip them enough here on uh, a couple of their bad jerseys here. So we'll give them a pass on that <laughs> for now. Fair enough. All right. I think I'll accept it. I'll accept it. <laughs> I think by far the worst one here is that alternate they wore, I think it was 2014, 2015, you know, bright yellow with the current Sabres logo. And it was, and the back was blue, so it looked like a cape. It was just so bad mm-hmm. and so odd. I don't know how someone approved that because I remember hearing the Sabres were going to get an alternate jersey, and I thought, okay, that's cool. Maybe we'll see, you know, the the powder blue Buffalo jersey again from the Winter Classic or something like that. No, you come out with something bright yellow of all things, and it's just it's just so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, I think you and I differ on the Buffalo slug, don't we? Mm-hmm. Well, kind of. You you know, I know that the Buffalo slug is a bad jersey, but I've always kind of had a soft spot for it because it's so bad. To, to me, it's like the uh, Green Kachina in your fa- in your case, Mac. It's so bad that it's good in, in terms of the logo. It's almost like, the, you know, the San Diego, no, Los Angeles Chargers. I won't, and with the... With the lightning bolt, it almost looked like the lightning bolt became sentient on that jersey, and they gave it horns and eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All what right, so wearing? so what are the best ones? I think they've had a lot of good jerseys. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. I mean, I gotta admit, I really like the uh, gold jersey that they've been wearing this season for oh, their a- absolutely stunning. Yeah. And it's one of those jerseys that, unless you see it in person, it's hard to appreciate how good it is. Yeah, exactly. I've I've actually um, seen a couple of them up close, and the cool thing about it, A, it's just so good looking, but B, on the collar, uh, when you put it on, kind of on the back area, you'll see all the logos in the history of the franchise kind of lined up, so you see... You know, the goat head, quote-unquote. You see the original Sabres logo, the butter knives, everything. I thought that was really cool. Really cool of them to do that. And You know, um, Buffalo mm-hmm. has always sold a lot of jerseys, despite how unsuccessful the team has been. Um, and 
the question really we have is where is this team going? Are, are they going to stay in Buffalo? Like, I think it's fair to have a lot of questions about Buffalo right now, but not jerseys. Jerseys are, are great for the Sabres. Absolutely. And our next team down the list, uh, the Calgary Flames, we'll touch on them very briefly because really, I, I think both of us would agree, the Flames don't really have a bad jersey. I know some people would make an argument for the horse head. But I, I've always thought that one was pretty sharp in my opinion. If For me, the best Calgary Flames jersey is the current throwback alternate bright red Flames jersey. That one is so sharp. I've seen that one in person many, many times. And I'm glad that they've started wearing it more. And I think if they could bring back the road version of that one too and make that their home in a way, I think you'd get a lot of people very happy about that. And that's not to take away from their current home and road set that they've had for quite a while. But I think a lot of people would be quite happy to see. A, I wouldn't say a retro throwback, but, you know, a, a sharper look. That's what I like about the current Flames alternate home. Absolutely. The colors are just so kind of vibrant, and and it, it's a timeless look. It really is. Um, I quite liked the jerseys they had kind of during the Aginla era with the black Calgary Flames yeah, those C. Good. I thought those were pretty sharp. I didn't mind the horse head. You know, it's not the greatest, but yeah, I agree. Other than that, I can't really find any flaws in any of their jerseys, which is pretty impressive when you think about it. Very impressive. All right, right. Uh, Carolina. Now, Carolina, for me, best jersey is kind of unfair here, Matt, just because it's, it's the same franchise technically, but, you know, it's not really their history. But I got to go with their current, as the NHL calls it, heritage uniform, throwing back to the Hartford Whalers. When they brought those jerseys out a couple seasons ago, it was a breath of fresh air. Not saying Carolina has bad jerseys themselves. and For the most part, they've had really good jerseys. They haven't changed much. But for me, the Hartford Whalers ones, they were a good look when they left the league, and they're just as good of a look now that they brought them back as an alternate jersey. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't. I can't name a bad jersey, and I think if you move to Chicago next, it's kind of the same. I have two that are my personal favorites. The classic red home is just uh, so nice. It's iconic. And the winter classic 2009 is one of my favorite jerseys ever. So, oh, they. Dude, let's be honest, Mac. We could make a whole list of winter classic and heritage classic type jerseys because. Let's be honest, for the most part, they really hit the nail on those ones. And they, they've they often been iconic jerseys. And, you know, quite often they actually become the alternate jerseys for teams because they're so good. So I'm going to agree with you on those ones wholeheartedly. For me, the only iffy jersey I have is the one they wore for the Winter Classic last year. I found it was just a little too dark for the outdoor setting. I got what they were trying to go for. It was a retro throwback to the 30s but to me it just didn't quite hit yeah that's fair um that that may be the only one you could kind of find fault in um so let's move on to colorado um this was a tough one for me because there's not too many bad ones really and i tried to not include the nordiques because again they're not the nordiques um my best is the current alternate with the Colorado Rockies heritage logo. 
Um, the worst one, I, I have to go to the, with the 2001 to 2007 alternate with the Colorado diagonal across the chest. Never liked that one. Yeah, I would, I would ha- tend to agree with you on that, Mac. I think that their current alternate is one of the sharpest in the league, and I think that's one where you and I, when we're jersey hunting, it's one that we're keeping our eye out for because that one is so nice. And I think it's a, it's a timeless look, too. The only other bad jersey I think some people can make a case for is the one they wore for the stadium series back in February. I know that one kind of had some mixed reaction when it came out. I got to admit, it does look a bit sharper when you see it in person. But mm-hmm. I think that there certainly are some people out there that could say it's just not a good jersey, and that's fair. Yeah, and, and now we have another team in Columbus that, like, yeah, you could find fault and maybe they're – their inaugural jerseys, but overall, very, very nice jerseys. And I think you mentioned one of your favorites is the Canon, right? Yeah, I absolutely love the Canon. It to me, it's a sharp look. They've had that alternate jersey for a decade now, and it just looks so good. It's I like the blue. I like the striping. I, the Canon works well with the uh, theme that the Blue Jacks are going for. And I don't think they're ever going to make it their primary home. I don't think it should be their primary home. But if they can keep it as their alternate for years to come, I think you'll continue having happy fans. Yeah. Okay, let's go to Dallas. Um, this Only was one a little game. tough. This was a little tough because... No, in terms of best. Because... Oh, and best, yeah. Over time, I've started to appreciate the current ones. Um, like for example, best, the 2020 winter classic is an absolutely stunning Jersey. And, uh, obviously the, the 1993, 1994 home and away with kind of the classic logo before they put Dallas, uh, across where the star is really nice jerseys and the current ones, the current home and away is really nice jerseys. Um, the green is a little bright. But it's not as bright as you think it is when you see the jersey in person. It's actually kind of more of a normal green. Now, the worst, (laughs) (laughs) I think this is unanimous between both of us. And there's two. There's two that stand out. Yeah. One is obviously the, I call them the Dallas football hockey jerseys because that's what they are. They just say Dallas across the front. They have the number below where it says Dallas, and if you didn't know they were the stars, <laughs> we wouldn't blame you because they were so bad. And I think both of us would agree that the affectionately known as the motorist jersey <laughs> would be probably the worst because I've seen that jersey in person a couple times, and it's it's honestly worse than you think it is. It's just so bad. And as soon as you point out that it looks like a uterus, you're never going to unsee that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the question with some of these bad jerseys, Mac, as we move quickly on to Detroit, you know, how did some of these get approved? Because you know these went through a whole bunch of approval processes before they hit the ice. That's the real question. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I All right. Think, uh, I think most teams have their history of questionable jerseys, and usually when you try something new that's kind of outside the box and 
a little strange. It doesn't work out, but sometimes it really does. And on to Detroit, I mean... No bad jerseys here. No bad jerseys, but curious. Which ones are your favorites? Mm. Uh, well, obviously, the, the home and road set are timeless. They're never going to change those. They're fantastic. For me, my favorite Detroit jersey, 2014 Winter Classic. Both the Leafs and the Red Wings had really sharp jerseys that year. And honestly, I'd love to see them bring those ones back as an alternate because they're so good. Yeah, I my two favorites are the Winter Classic you mentioned and also 2009 when they played against uh, Chicago when they wore that, uh, it was like a white with uh, red across the chest and the white D. Those are very sharp as well. Mm-hmm. And again, yeah, those- no bad jerseys. And, and I think you and I probably feel the same about Edmonton because, yeah, you can find some fault in the, the navy blue, but it's not a bad jersey. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, I, I'm not. I was never a fan of the oil streak one, the one they wore from '01 to '07, I believe. It was never really one that I got on board with. I'm not a big fan of their current alternate either. Mm. I, I find it's just a little too dark. But other than that, Edmonton's had a pretty good jersey history. I like their current. I like their current orange. I wish they'd move that back to an alternate and bring back the. Gretzky blue home jersey because that one really is a timeless look and it's one that many fans in Edmonton and beyond enjoy and I think that the orange one to me serves better as a an alternate rather than a home just a personal opinion yeah I'm with you let's go to Florida um I think you and I feel the same way about this one they really haven't had bad jerseys mm-hmm. my only question is which one is your favorite? Mm. I really like their current home jersey. And to me, it's one of those ones when you see in person and you see all the detail they put on that one. It, it really is quite something to see. I like how sharp it is. And I, and I think that it'll be like the Dallas Stars jerseys, Mac, where when this team eventually makes the playoffs, I'm not going to say when because that's hard, that's hard to speculate, but... When they can get a bit more history behind those jerseys, I think you're going to see a lot more people flip over to the current home and away jerseys. Not to take away from the Panthers jerseys beforehand, because I always like those ones as well. The only mm-hmm. Panthers jersey I never really got uh, <clears throat> excuse me, enjoyment out of was the blue Panthers alternate they had for the one season. Never a huge fan of that. Yeah, I I also I'm starting to like their current look more. My personal favorites are the 2013 to 2016 home and away. Um, I thought it was just kind of a nice modern take on on the old logo. Um, very sharp looking jerseys. Those are very hard to find as well. All right, yeah. um, let's head to Hollywood. Yeah, <clears throat> and you know. Just like movies in Hollywood, L.A., for the most part, gets a passing grade. They make some good jerseys out there. But I think there's a, I think there's one in particular where, and obviously there's a few more that you could say were bad, but there's one in particular that just bombed, and that would be the Burger King jersey. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, there's no question. And they've had some other, you know, like, I think the, uh, 
remember when they had the crown on the front and it was just obnoxious obnoxiously big like those were they weren't terrible but the crown was just so huge on the front mm-hmm. of the jersey so that kind of took away from them a little bit but overall like you said there's really no bad ones other than that one and and the best one i mean again with the classic look for me the the chevy home and away mat is one of my favorite jerseys of all time and you mentioned how uh you really like the whalers jerseys if you're if you're starting to collect jerseys and you're looking for you're wondering if the adidas take on these historic jerseys are like adequate they're actually absolutely stunning i've seen the kachina i've seen the chevy adidas hit it out of the park with these throwback jerseys that some of these teams have used and you know we'll talk about it at the end when we get to our tips for collecting but <laughs> it's going to start with avoid fanatics at all costs let's go Absolutely. to minnesota <laughs> all right minnesota for me, I think that Minnesota is the best current home and away set in the league right now. I, I've seen their road jersey in person many, many times, and it's, it's so sharp. It looks so nice. And, of course, their home one that they've switched to a few years ago, it's really nice as well. I think that when they switched over to that, it, it complements the road one so well. Both jerseys are really sharp. I don't think... We're going to see Minnesota switch those up anytime soon. I think we'll see an alternate at some point. But I think home and away, they've hit it out of the park. The only jersey that I think both of us would agree on is the old or red home one. I don't think either one of us were a big fan of those. Yeah, totally agree. Okay, let's go to Montreal. Um the worst one for me, I'll go with the 2006-2007 alternate. It was just, it didn't look that great with the blue in the middle uh, where it's not supposed to be. Um, for best, I'm going to go with the 2011 Heritage Classic jerseys. I, I think those are really nice. For me, I got to go with the uh, 2009 Pajama Stripe jerseys. They were a throwback back to the original Montreal Canadiens 1909 style jerseys and they just they were they didn't age well at all mac if you've ever seen a picture of them or seen them be worn on the ice they just don't work for me for me the best jersey i gotta go with the home jersey to me it's a timeless jersey even people that have never seen or heard of the montreal canadians have probably seen a canadian's jersey like that before it's a timeless jersey and I've always been a fan of that, so I'm going to have to go with that. But I think you made a good pick as well with the uh, Heritage Classic jersey. All right, on to Nashville, and oh boy, I think this is going to be our worst jersey of the bunch here, Mac. Uh, Yellow Mustard Cat, is it the worst jersey in NHL history? Yes or no? Uh, Yeah, I, I think it is. I really do. Yeah, I, I don't think it's uh, – I don't think there's one that's worse. And, you know, in theory, some of the other jerseys we've already covered on this list, like the Pooh Bear one and the Mooters, you could say, were bad. But there's two things that make this one really stand out for me. One, it's the teeth on that jersey. Yeah, the color's bad, but the teeth, they're so big. 
And then for me, the fact that they wore these for for as long as they did really cemented as one of the worst <laughs> ones for me. And you know what's crazy? I know it's a jersey collecting tip, but I'll mention it quickly while we're on bad jerseys. Mm-hmm. If you want any of these bad jerseys that we mentioned, it's honestly amazing how much some of these jerseys will go for. Like, I went on eBay a few days ago to look at how much a Mustard Cat jersey was. Not that I was going to buy one, but honestly, they cost $300 plus. And that's the yeah. Mustard Cat. Like, the yeah. Bear one costs 250 I think the Burger King one costs 350 So if you're looking to collect bad jerseys, be prepared to spend a lot of money because you really can't find them anywhere else other than eBay because the current teams, and rightly so, don't want to acknowledge their existence. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Now, in terms of best jersey, Mac, I gotta go. I actually really like their 2020 Winter Classic one. I wasn't a big fan of them when they first revealed them, but the more and more I've seen them, I've actually quite grown. They've quite grown on me. The other ones <laughs> that I quite like is their one, their home jersey they wore from from 2011 through to 2017. I liked how there was a bit of blue in there, and I like the the compliments between the blue helmets and the yellow jerseys. I don't like the all yellow look right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree on the worst. There's no question. The best one and one that I wish they would have worn for longer is the 2009 to 2011 Navy alternate. That jersey is ridiculously hard to find. That's one that's kind of on my list. Um, it's just, I think if they went with those colors and kind of went away from the yellow, I think they'd A, sell a lot of jerseys, and B, um, make a lot of people very happy. But yeah, I remember like Weber and Suter and Rene wearing those, you know, during their prime years, back when they had all of those guys. And they were just really sharp. Yeah, those ones are quite sharp. And I, I wouldn't mind seeing them bring those ones back either. Excuse me, on to New Jersey. No bad jerseys here. They really haven't changed the look all that much. But if you had to go with the best jersey, for me, it would have to be the 2014 Stadium Series 1. It was a throwback back to the original early 90s. New Jersey Devils look with the green. I think that the green is a very sharp look. I wish that they would wear that as an alternate more often because it looks so nice. Mm. And I think an Adidas take on that would be pretty good as well. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm going to go with 92 to 2007 home and away. You know, some of the best years of Marty Broder's career, Scotty Niedermeyer, etc. The list goes on and on. A, because just the history behind it. Yeah, that's B, um, the color scheme is a little bit different than what they wear now. And now here's where, where we get a little creative, Matt. I would love to see the Devils go for kind of a black and red alternate with a little bit of white in it. I think that would look really cool. Mm, that would be very interesting to see. And I think that they're eventually going to have – they're going to go with an alternate that's a bit different. You know, every team's going to mix things up now and again to sell jerseys. So I think we might see something like that. Now, on to Long Island, Mac. Uh, lots of jerseys to pick from here. And this may be a bit of an unpopular opinion, Mac. As much as the Fisherman jerseys were pretty bad, 
I think that the worst Islanders jersey for me actually has to be that alternate jersey they wore in the early 2010s with John Tavares and the resurgence of the Islanders. It was, you know, it was black and blue and silver, oh, and it just said, oh, said Islanders. orange, yeah. Oh, man, those were disgusting. It was so bad. In a bad, and, you know, in a bad way. The Fisherman jersey wasn't great, but to me, the more and more I've seen it, the less and less I think it's absolutely horrible. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that. Which one's your favorite in terms of the best? For me, the favorite's got to be their current alternate. It's so sharp, and it looks so nice. And I think that they really could do a lot with that look. I, I of course, love their home-and-away jerseys as well. They're timeless, they're classic, but that, that alternate jersey is so good. Yep, I totally agree. And now we move to the Rangers. Again, no bad jerseys here. Um, no. I, I think you and I both like the Lady Liberty. Um, yeah. And really, any other jersey that they've had, they've pretty much always gone with the same colors, whether it's the lighter blue or the darker blue. They've never really altered it too, too much. And again, you'll notice we really like those. So let's go to Matt's favorite team, the Ottawa Senators. Oh, boy. Well, this is a team where you and I off the show i've had some conversations about their jerseys before because both of us would agree that their current home and away set are horrible you know they're basically the same jerseys they've worn since 07 but both of us would agree that seeing them switch to either the heritage o look or throw it back to the original center's logo with a modern take would be what a lot of fans would like to see. And that's what I see here in Ottawa, especially being boots on the ground here, Mac. A lot of people want to see the Senators go back to that 07, oh, you know, 07 and before Jersey with the, not talking the one with this, with the slash down the front, but the, you know, the black, the white road Jersey and the black home Jersey, those ones were really sharp. And I think seeing a modern take on those would be a great thing to see. And that's a spoiler to my favorite jersey. It would have to be that black original jersey that they wore with the white. I think it was from 95 to 97. It had the white stripes. It was really, really sharp. Alfredson looked great in it. And I think that a lot of people would welcome that as a return. I also like the the one they wore as their alternate jersey, the black O jersey. That one looked really sharp as well. As for least favorite jersey, I think this one may be unanimous here, Mac. The uh, Sens across the front jersey, that one never really hit for me. And it's not, mm. I've seen it in person many times. It's not ugly or anything, but it just, it kind of throws you off compared to every other jersey they've worn. What are your thoughts, Mac? Yeah, um, I'll agree with you. The old look, especially that black and red jersey is is one of my favorites. Um, the worst, definitely the Sens across the front, and also Scooby-Doo eyes. Um, <laughs> just, <laughs> it's so funny seeing that jersey in person. The, the look on the Centurion's face is just very strange. Uh, it's mm-hmm. like he's on drugs or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's, let's go to Philadelphia. Now, Philly, Philly is actually one of my favorite teams in terms of jerseys because i love the i love the bright orange i i think it's a great look it's a classic look and i'm and don't get me wrong i didn't mind the 
the black and white and orange home ones that they wore in the mid 2000s but when they went back to the bright orange in the late 2010s it, it worked so in the early 2010s excuse me it worked so well and for me the the best jersey that Philly's ever won is the one they wore in the 2012 Winter Classic. They kept wearing it as an alternate for a few years. It's so sharp. It looks so nice. And another one, I'll give a shout out to another gold jersey. is the one they wore in their 50th, jersey, 50th season, excuse me, with the gold numbering. I thought that one was pretty sharp as well. In terms of badgers, there's not a whole lot to pick from here either. But I, I got to go with the one they wore in the early 2000s. It was kind of it was odd. The logo was kind of silvery and orange. It was it was just odd. It's the best way I can describe it. Yeah, I their current kit um, with their current home away and alternate, really nice. I love the 2012 Winter Classic. I wish they would wear that more. I agree with you on that. The only one I don't like is the Stadium Series jersey that they wore recently because there's just a lot of orange and not enough white. I think if it was a little bit better designed, I'd probably like it a lot more. But it's not a terrible jersey overall. Like when I say it's their worst, that's that's pretty good if that's your worst when you look at their jersey history, right? Yeah, I would agree with you on that. Now on to their in-state rivals here, Mac, the Pittsburgh Penguins. I, I think you for me there's a maybe a unanimous best jersey here, Mac, and I think it's got to be early 90s home and away black and gold jerseys. Those ones are so sharp, and to me, they're a timeless look. There's a reason why they brought them back to the current Penguins, and obviously you know, everyone kind of knows my thoughts on the Pittsburgh Penguins. I, I'll acknowledge that they're a very good team, but they've broken my heart many times in those jerseys, but I will, I will acknowledge here, Mac, that they're very sharp. Yeah, yeah, I'll agree with you on that. Um, I like that they've gone back to the old uh, colors, like you mentioned. Um, not a huge fan of the Stadium Series jersey. Uh, also didn't like the Philly one, like I said, um, from last year. But again, overall, um, pretty good jerseys. Uh, one of the ones that I'm definitely looking for is a 2011 Winter Classic, whether that's a Crosby or a Malkin or maybe even a Flurry. Um, really nice jersey. And it brings back those really old blue colors that they wore for some time. So let's mm. go to uh, San Jose and re- some really good jerseys for the Sharks. Yeah, absolutely. The Sharks really haven't had a bad jersey. I think you and I can agree on that. They've had a couple misses. But I think for me, the best jersey that they've ever had i think it's one that you agree with me on as well mac i think it's one that you're probably looking for as a matter of fact is the black alternate jersey not the current one they've got but the original iteration of that one they wore for quite a while really sharp it works really well with the sharks logo the striping isn't excessive but it complements the jersey it just looks so good Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely now, in terms of bad jerseys, not a lot to pick from. I think that the uh, only one I can think of is the uh, 2015 Stadium Series with the with the turquoise and the white and the black stripes. It, it just it didn't quite hit for me. Yeah, exactly. You read my mind. 
All right. Now, on to the St. Louis Blues. I think there's one unanimous bad jersey in the Blues history. So bad, they never even wore it once. And that would be the music note. Yeah, yeah. It's just so bad. Now, in terms of good jersey, Mac, you got lots to pick from here. Oh, absolutely. My personal favorite is the current baby blue alternate. Um, but there's a lot, like I said, there's a lot to choose from, and I'll let you tell your best now. Oh, yeah, I love that current alternate baby blue one I've got. For me, it's got to be the previous iteration of the alternate, the one with the blue music note and the arch. It was kind of a darker blue. I always thought those were really sharp, and I wouldn't mind seeing them bring those ones back in an alternate either. And I've I've always just had a real soft spot for those ones. Mm-hmm. All right, on to a team that Mac and I have real strong opinions on their jerseys, the Tampa Bay Lightning. And before we get into our uh, other takes on the uh, Lightning, we have to acknowledge that the bad jersey is just so bad. It's not as bad as the Mustard Cat, because they only <laughs> wore it for one season. But yeah. if you've ever seen the nine, the 1996 Tampa Bay Lightning alternate jersey with the waves and the rain and the lightning bolts, it is quite something. It honestly looks like it was made in Photoshop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I uh, also their current alternate with the black and like the silver. Mm-hmm. Not not, not a good looking jersey. I, I don't know what they were doing with that. But they need to get rid of that one ASAP. You know, funny, I think if they got rid of the silver, made it all black, and put, you know, blue stripes, it would kind of a throwback back to the original lightning look. I think that would look really sharp. Yeah, I mean, um, my best is definitely the 2001 to 2007 home in a way. I just, I never understood why they moved on from those jerseys. Um, And I think... They could really do well if they went back to that look in some way, even if it's wearing an alternate that's a throwback to, um, you know, the Vinny LeCavalier St. Louis years. Um, yeah, absolutely. Just you know, like that, I think the thing that bothers me the most, and, and I think this is fair coming from a Leafs fan, is they just took the Leafs colors and they put a lightning bolt on the crest. And, yeah, they have a lightning bolt on the hockey pants as well. But it's just, when they play each other, unless I'm paying attention, I have no idea who has the puck. Is it Toronto or Tampa Bay? Like, it's, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. And I I think you could make an argument that the current home would make a better alternate, if that makes any sense. I think that the they really need to bring back the original look. And, you know, the... I call them the hybrid original lightning because that's kind of what they were. They were transitioned between the old home and away and the current home and away. You know, they were they had a modernized logo, but they were still black and blue. They wore them from 07 to early 2010s, I believe. And they were quite sharp as well. I always like those ones too. So I, it can be done. They can do a modern take on them. And I think... A lot of fans, especially Toronto fans like yourself, would appreciate it. All right. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of Toronto, let's head on to the Maple Leafs here. Matt, what are your thoughts on your favorite jersey? 
Favorite jersey of all time for me is the 2014 Winter Classic because A, um, that was a very memorable event. B, um, I like how they incorporated kind of an older uh, vintage jersey with kind of a little bit of a lighter blue. It just looks really sharp. I actually have one of those with, uh, it was a uh, gift a while ago from some family members that has my name personalized on it. Um, And I'm looking for one that has maybe other names on it, but it's a really good looking jersey. Um, And I actually quite like the 2000 to 2007 white alternate, if you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, I know and then, you know, their their current home in a way, very nice. Centennial Classic, which is kind of an alternate, I guess, at this point. Also very nice. Now, I am not a fan. I was never a fan of the, when they changed the Maple Leaf logo to, like, kind of that blocky Maple Leaf, if you know what I mean. And yeah, that I know. lasted a while from, like, the 90s to the late, uh, to about 2016. Never liked those myself, but, you know, they're not terrible jerseys. Um, and, you know, the other one that I have to put in terms of best is the St. Pat's, uh, both the dark green and the light ones. Very nice jerseys. Well, in terms of best jersey for me, I love the St. Pat's jersey. I've seen them in person a few times when the Leafs have come to Ottawa. And I find they're, they're a very sharp look, especially with how Adidas has done them. They've made the, the greens very sharp, and it looks really nice. And obviously, they only wear them a few times a year, but I think that they're very good. I would also tend to agree with you on the 2014 Winter Classic. Those ones look really good as well. And I think that fans would appreciate seeing those ones back, you know, with a, with, as an alternate as well, because the Leafs don't really have a true alternate right now. And I think if you brought something like the 2014 Winter Classic one back, it would make a, a solid alternate. Yeah. Okay, let's go to Vancouver. Oh, boy. Lots to pick from here, both in terms of good and bad jerseys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, the very, bad jerseys. Very, very colorful history. Like, so many mm. colors and combinations, really. It's like looking at a rainbow. Basically. <laughs> I mean, they've gone from anything from black, gold, and orange, and red to, like, the orca with the maroon, the blue, the white, the green, the yellow. It's all over the place. (laughs) For me, me, the worst jersey's got to be the... I don't know, would you call it cool? I guess it'd be kind of a marigold gold, bright, bright yellow, flying V jersey. Those ones, never a fan of. Too bright for me. The black flying V, it's not great, but it's not horrible either. So I, I got to go with the bright yellow flying V as my worst. But the other one I was thinking about was honestly the mar- the maroon jerseys. It was kind of a, I call it a gradient actually. It had like the dark blue and then it had the maroon and then it went back to dark blue with the orca. was never a fan of those either. Yeah, those are pretty strange. I'll agree with you on the yellow V though. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's quite bad. Now, in terms of good jerseys, we also got a lot to pick from here as well, Mac. I'll let you go ahead first because you actually just got a Canucks jersey, and we'll touch on our jersey tips in just a minute. But Yeah, yeah would, we're almost there. What would your 
favorite Canucks jersey beat? Yeah, the it's got to be the 96 to 97 flying skate in the black. Um, you mentioned, I yeah, I just got a beret jersey. It's, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, it's from the Vintage Hockey Series by CCM, or I guess CCM is owned by Adidas, so Adidas. Um, but also their current look. I mean, really nice. Um, I have no issues with it. I actually... I thought maybe I'd bit miss the word mark with the Vancouver across the front, but I really don't. I think they're really sharp. And and Vancouver is a really exciting young team that I think is going to be a challenge for a lot of teams to deal with uh, in the next kind of five, ten years. Yeah, I would agree with you on both statements there. I'm going to go with the, with the current Vancouver home jerseys. I, I've always liked that look. I think it's really sharp. I like the blue and the green. I don't. I'm curious to know whether Seattle is going to go that route as well, because those are kind of the colors they use in their city as well. We may have have a uh, Tampa, Toronto type situation again in the <laughs> West very soon if Seattle continues with the trend they've had with all their sports teams. But I digress. I'm going to go with the current home jersey. I think it looks really sharp. I I was also a fan of the. Uh, Funny enough, the 2014 Heritage Classic jerseys, I thought those ones were a nice throwback. I wouldn't wear them all the time, but I've seen them in person a few times. They're pretty sharp, and I think to, for a, a Heritage game or, you know, the Canucks are celebrating their 50th season, something like that, they're they're worth bringing back for a game. Yeah, absolutely. So let's. Right. we've got two teams left. Let's go to the Washington Capitals. Yeah, and we've skipped over Vegas because both of us agree Vegas has really good jerseys, and no and they point. They only have really... two. They only have yeah. two. So yeah. <laughs> so you can only choose the home or the away, and we like both. All now, right. R- rumor has it before we move on, they are thinking about putting in a gold alternate. So I'm fascinated with how that's going to look. But mm. if it's anything mm. like the current ones, it, it might be one of one of the nicest jerseys out there. Mm. Well, here's the thing. It's either going to, A, be one of the nicest jerseys out there, or B, it's going to be a train wreck. There's yeah. really, really no in-between, in, in my opinion, for alternate jerseys. They're yeah, we'll awesome. see. We'll see. All right. On to the Capitals. For me, the, there's two that stand out for me in terms of bad jerseys, Matt. There's mm. the Flying Eagle, turquoise. I wouldn't call it turquoise blue, kind of a dark. It's not a dark blue, but, you know, kind of a lightish blue turquoise blue never a fan of those and the rotunda jerseys they they were dark and bronze and Mm. big logo (laughs) i think that one might be the one that you and i unanimously agree on here yeah i don't know where they were going with that just everything was wrong about it um now what about best which ones are your favorites well now there's two that stick out to me on that map there's the current home alternate, or there's the 2011 Winter Classic one. Now, they're both throwbacks to the original Capitals home and away, which may be why they appeal to me so well, so much. But I think I'm going to have to go with the 2011 Winter Classic ones. I really like the look. I like the striping. It's simple, yet it's bold at the same time. So I'm going to go with that one, 2011 Winter Classic. Yeah, that's my exact list as well. All right. On to the Winnipeg Jets to wrap up the list of teams. 
you know, I'll let you include the original iterations of the Jets as well. So if you want to pick one of those jerseys, feel free to, Mac. Mm-hmm. But for me, I got to go with the the either the 2016 Heritage Classic or the 2019 Heritage Classic. They're basically the same jersey, just color swapped. Mm-hmm. And both are really sharp. I do like their current home in a way. I think they've been a great look for the Jets since they've come back into the league. But the Heritage Classic home in a way, I like the modernized take on the old Jets home in a way and the logo. It just looks so sharp. Yeah, that's that's exactly mine as well. The worst one, there's only one that I could come up with. I mean, and again, that's pretty impressive. Um, it's got to be the baby blue alternate. It's just, mm-hmm. It's so different from anything else they've worn but it's not even that bad i mean they don't wear it that often i don't think it's funny how how some of these jerseys are if they don't win with it they don't wear it so a Mm -hmm. team will will pull out an alternate but if they don't win with it you'll probably never see it again and i think both of us really wouldn't be surprised to see them take the 2019 heritage classic and slip that in as the alternate because Mm. it would fit so so well with the modern look, but it would also work well as a throwback to the original Winnipeg Jets team. So, with that being said, let's move on to our jersey tips here, Mac, and you and I have got quite a few of those. So, I think first things first, we know a lot of people, when you're looking for a jersey, and it's fair, and you look at NHLshop.com or, or a, a, you know, a, a regular jersey store, are often amazed at how much jerseys can cost. And that's fair. When you're yeah, paying yeah. full price for a jersey, it, it's really easy to get overwhelmed and say, I'm not buying a jersey. Because both Mac and I would agree, the current price of Adidas jerseys are quite expensive. And if you're paying full price for a jersey, the only way I could justify it is if, let's say you were a Leafs fan and you wanted an Austin Matthews jersey, and you only wanted the Austin Matthews jersey, and it was going to be your one jersey for the next five, ten plus years, then you could probably justify it. But even then, after what Mac and I have discovered through jersey hunting, I don't even think you could at that point. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, the biggest tip, like you said, is uh, not only uh, knowing that you don't have to pay full price for jerseys, and that a lot of people have basically barely used jerseys that are essentially new for a large fraction of the price that you would pay for that jersey being new. Some are even new with tags, but they they mark it down because they're trying to sell it, right? And they're trying to be reasonable. Um, the biggest tip I have is know a fake jersey from a real jersey. Absolutely. And... No, and Noah Fanatics from an Adidas, because you mentioned earlier in the show, Mac, that we are not fans of Fanatics. I have a an Adidas Senators jersey in my in my closet, but I also have a Fanatics Senators Adidas jersey. And, and honestly, if Fanatics were under a hundred dollars, Mac, I think I could justify the price. I could justify getting a Fanatics. I really could. But currently. At any NHL team store, unless it's on massive discount, you will pay $150 plus for a Fanatics jersey, whereas mm-hmm. the Adidas jersey is $200. Mm-hmm. So 
from comparing them side by side. The Fanatics just, they don't look as good. The colors are a bit off. The fabric doesn't feel as good. The numbering doesn't feel as good. The actual logo isn't put on in one go like the Adidas ones are. It just, it isn't even close, in my opinion, compared to what Adidas has done with their jersey. All the detail that you can get on an Adidas, you can't get on a Yeah, I, I think that's also because they're just made cheaper, right? They don't they put are. as much detail in. And the thing with Fanatics is it's such a huge company. I mean, they bought they bought so many companies and taken over because that's the way they operate. They don't spend a lot to make their products. And they're kind of, they're not great looking products. Um, the only exception with Fanatic stuff, and th- these aren't really jersey related, I would say, is like, for example, if you get like a Fanatic sweater that's made by Majestic, that's probably mm-hmm. going to be a nice sweater. But yeah, well, jer- jersey wise, you and I they've... have yet to, to come across one that we really say, oh, wow, I, I want that. <laughs> no, and, you know, if. If you, the listeners out there, would like me to post a side-by-side comparison from a Senators Fanatics versus a Senators Adidas, I'd be happy to quickly get some pictures to compare side-by-side. You can really, when you put them side-by-side, you can really start to see the differences between the jersey. I will say that I have a few Fanatics slash Majestic sweaters here at home, and they're quite comfy. I've, I got a couple from the Sen store for, where I work, and they're really nice. It, they're actually what the players wear off the ice. They've got a contract saying they have to wear fanatic, not a Fanatics jersey, obviously. They have to wear Fanatics shirts and sweaters when they're being interviewed. And if you watch any NHL player interview from this season, you'll notice that. But I wouldn't call those Fanatics. I think you and I would call them Majestic because that's what yeah, they are. exactly. Yeah. And same with the hats. The hats are really Majestic hats. But in terms of jerseys, I think you and I would agree. CCM, you're good to go. Starter, mm-hmm. you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Reebok, you can't go wrong with a Reebok. The only one mm-hmm. we recommend you avoid is Fanatics. Basically, yeah. Um, and the other, the other big tip I have for you guys is if you're, if you're looking on something like eBay or, uh, I don't know, eBay is the best example. Um, you want to make sure that you look at the seller's ratings and feedback and that they're, they have good ratings and good feedback. You want to look for kind of 90% plus or in that range so that you know it's a reputable person because these yeah, ratings would, really matter. I wouldn't, buy, I wouldn't buy, for someone, buy from someone under 90% really. And you can also look if you've never been on eBay, and, and that's highly unlikely, but... If you have, haven't, on eBay, if you scroll down, and it will show you the seller rating, but you can also look. Here's the feedback in the last month. Here's the feedback in the last year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as long as everything checks out, and another tip for looking to make sure a jersey's authentic, there's two real telltale signs of whether it's authentic or not. One is, for especially for an Adidas, is that NHL shield, the glossy NHL shield. I mm-hmm. find that... The knockoff companies can't quite get that right. And two nope. would be the funny little button they have down on the waist of an Adidas jersey. The, the 
knockoff manufacturers haven't gone that right at all. And also, if if someone's showing you pictures of the tags and they have a you know a a big panoramic view of the jersey and they also show all the detail of the jersey, it's probably legit. Mm-hmm. And also common sense. If someone's selling you a brand new Adidas with tags jersey for twenty bucks, be skeptical. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and that's really the best advice we can get. And one nice thing with eBay is you do have the money guarantee. Exactly. Unfortunately, yeah. where with stuff like Kijiji, you, you know, it's a, a bit more of a risk. The other one I think you and I have discovered from other Jersey collectors, because we've talked with them, is Facebook Marketplace. Honestly, it's it's quite impressive how many jerseys are on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's another good resource. And they're all usually reasonably priced. I mean, like, what's an example of one I saw recently? Like, I've seen a, um, a pro player Hashik Sabres throwback jersey with the goat head. For like 150 bucks that's pretty reasonable mm-hmm. you you aren't going to get that one for under 100 that one's kind of hard to come by and i think that's the other thing do your research know which jerseys are common which ones are rare mm-hmm. and if you're looking let's say you just want to buy in store my recommendation is go to go to your team your local nhl team store after the season ends usually they'll have it a discount on some jerseys, especially if there's a rebrand coming up, or you know, in Max's case, know someone that works for an NHL team where you can get discounts. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, the Sen store is closed at the moment, at least the retail locations. Fingers crossed that we'll be reopening soon because we always have an employee and friends exclusive kind of sale. So you know, you know, it's kind of no. If you get to know people, I know Max's gotten to know some people from buying jerseys who can get it, who've told them they can get him good prices and find things like that. I think one of the other tips is, you know, don't jump full. You don't have to jump full into the jersey community, but, you know, get to yeah, know Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. You don't have to be one of the people that posts on, like, the Reddit and collects 100 jerseys. Like, just do your own thing collect however many you want. You could even, some people choose to be very selective with what they get. And, you know, maybe you want all authentics and and all jerseys that you will wear. Like, it's really just up to you. Uh, Don't Mm. feel any peer pressure to have a huge collection or anything like that. You have to remember, the people that have big collections have been collecting them for 15, 20 plus years. Like, don't don't think that happens in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And set a budget. Definitely set a budget. Say I'm not yeah, going to buy yeah. a jersey over 100 bucks. Yeah. And keep an eye on the shipping too. Like what Mac and I have noticed is if you're buying from the states, you have to pay the import charges. And ideally, when the border reopens, you get a PO box or something. They're pretty pretty cheap you can get them at most u.s postal services and this is more for canadians you can you can hop across the border and go to the local usps and you can you can you'll save probably 20 30 bucks on shipping and import mm-hmm. that's how much it is mm-hmm. yeah. so for right now we recommend unless it's the greatest deal you're gonna find stick to canada 
Yeah, it depends where you are. But if you're you are in the US, I yeah. mean eBay eBay oh, yeah. is one of the best ones because as much as I'd like to say that there are a lot of good deals for Canadian eBay sellers, they're they're hard to find. Whereas if you're American and you're looking at starting a jersey collection, lots of that stuff on eBay and, and like we said, just be careful, be thorough, know the difference between fake and real, um, and you know, look for those feedback ratings and You'll get your little jersey collection started in no time. Yeah, and both Mac and I, I don't have as big of a jersey collection as Mac. I mostly have Senators jerseys. I'm looking to expand that, obviously. But all my jerseys I wear, and I'm very happy with what I've got. I've got a couple bigger jerseys so that they can fit over my hockey gear in the winter. And they can fit over my coat and things like that. And... Very happy with what I've got. And I probably I haven't even spent $100 on all of it. Yeah, exactly. All right. I think that will just about do it for this episode. Mac, do you have anything else you want to add? Nope. Center Ice is presented by the National Podcast Network. You can find us and many other great podcasts on their website and also follow them on Twitter at NationalPodNet. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope you're you're doing all right uh, during this difficult time. At least here, it's starting to get a little bit better. I know that's not the same everywhere. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. Let us know if you have any questions. Um, always willing to help. Uh, we had a lot of fun doing this. Thanks for doing it, Matt. Yeah, it was a great time. Of course, I'm... Uh on the edge of my seat already. The draft lottery's on Friday at 8 p.m., but who's counting? <laughs> right. Yeah, well, we look forward to that as well. Just a little bit of hockey news there. Um, we'll see who gets that first overall pick. <laughs>